all cast and crew present in Denver, Colorado, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting way easier from outside the cage, way more possible now in our current setup. I am your host, Kevin, with me, of course, Rafa Sparza, with me, with me, touching me. Well, not. I'm not touching you. You're not touching me. No. Could be touching me. Definitely not touching me. Rafa Sparza. Rafa, how are you doing this evening? Very well. I'd like to point out, you know, uh, fighting is much easier from outside the cage. Podcasting, much easier when um, not in the same room. For this reason, I have gotten a contact high. <laughs> and not by my own design. So what are we going to... Yeah, everybody breathe. If Raph starts spewing conspiracy theories I'm or just saying, becomes look into a it. gun nut, anything's possible. Which now tower that, is it? Now that he's close. Tower 7-Eleven? <laughs> is that what we're talking awesome. about? I trained at 11th Planet. That's the only place I'll go. <laughs> now that he's close enough, there's no telling what your reaction will be. But Can this also... is going to break us into Kelly's question. Absolutely. We'll get there in just one second. But I want to point out. Five years. That... Um, being right in front of you right now, like I can see your reactions. Mm-hmm. I see you drinking uh, a beautiful amount of bourbon, it looks like. It's like we're real people. Um, but I feel the need to not look at you. I feel the need to look down. Like, oh, we shouldn't be looking at each other. It's going to ruin what we've been doing for five years. We should have gone the other way and Chris <laughs> Gethard this thing. And like put you on the maxi climber. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing if someone could control Mills while oh, this man. whole thing is going on. Mills is, by the way, Kevin's uh, adorable. Well, both dogs have taken a particular cuddling to Raph over the last few days that started immediately. They, yeah. they missed you, apparently. I was not sure that they would miss me, but they, 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 did. they definitely did. And uh, it didn't take them long to start asking me for food. No. Or to start just sleeping on you. (laughs) That part they didn't ask. They just did. They they just assumed. But this is a nice segue into... Five years. We've been doing this show for five years. We're in the same place because... Five years. Well, we felt like that's what we're supposed to do, right? This is the second most successful relationship either of us have (laughs) ever had. This is it. (laughs) Speaking of which, my first most successful relationship sends us a question, and uh, this is what you alluded to earlier. My wife says, what pre-show rituals might you have as if she does not know what they are? Kevin, why don't you start? Well, like Travis Conley, I do 50 push-ups, I eat a salad, and I keep it green prior to coming on. And by green, I mean I don't do anything I just said, and I will elevate my consciousness through a deeply held ritual. It's ingrained... In the earth, very legal in the state of yes. <laughs> in the state of Colorado, uh, and we're working. You know, we, there might be. Uh, Raf has a lot of ambition. We've been reaching <laughs> out. There's, they've been reaching out to us. There's a possible partnership with some MMJ America. We don't know, but I just want to point out for those of you who want to figure out what Kevin just their said, their grape ape is amazing. It's essentially weed and puppies. Is Kevin? Oh, there is a healthy dose of as we were. Just downstairs. Listen, he got us filling with puppies. Who was cuddling on the couch with the puppies before we came up here, Raph? They were on me, I would like okay. to point out. Okay. Do you have any pre-show rituals? This I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I do. Um, Six rails of cocaine. <laughs> uh, okay. We have a, a person asking a question that we'll have to deal with that later. By the way, these are your Facebook Live questions. Kevin mm. and I were supposed to do them. We ended up drinking a little bit. Time has gotten away from us. We went to dinner at a mortuary last night <laughs> called Linger. 
But it's what is it? Linger. The full name is Linger. It's an echuary. <laughs> which is a play on mortuary. So slam dunk there. <laughs> Will not be sponsoring us in the least. I wouldn't no. either. Okay, so the echuary. Very delicious. So we decided to answer your questions on here because you know, if you know us, we just we just didn't have the time, guys. We hey. want to answer your questions. We did want five to years. Guys. We're going to talk to Gary Tonin today, so there's plenty to look I forward so. to. We're celebrating in the best way possible. We hit like 50 topics. There's a side of Gordon in this. Absolutely. So, okay, what are my pre-show rituals? Uh, if I'm being honest, a lot of it is I do a lot of research on the guests. So I listen to other lesser podcasts, and it really sucks when they appear on other shows because I have to listen to them. So I have to listen to the lesser shows. In the past, it used to be op- people like Open Mat Radio or Grappling Central Podcast or the Jiu-Jitsu Podcast when they're really hurting. Yeah. Um, those are desperate days. Penetrated BJJ. Penetrated, Occasionally, yeah. I listen to those. And the rest, MMA Complex, you name it. But I, I will write down notes. And then uh, at a certain point, Kevin and I shoot notes back and forth with each other. And right before we go to air, right before we go to air, Kevin and I both do an alcohol check mm-hmm. where Kevin tells me how much alcohol he's injecting <laughs> and uh, I I have none. I have a water. Hey, if it's it's got to be the radio, you know, like there's only so much chemistry that can happen between there two people. There are episodes until you introduce chemicals where I have because Kevin gets so high and we have been asked in the past before. Um, are there ever episodes where Kevin's sober? Mm-mm. No. Not at all. Not but, since 2013. Love using <laughs> love using that phrase so casually. <laughs> so casually. But then people were asking, they're like, well, is Raph, you know, does Raph do anything? And at a certain point, there are some episodes where I decide to get super drunk. And my MO is to be more drunk than Kevin. And it never happens. No. One of these days, though. One of these days. When Raph decides it's time, we'll load him up with some <laughs> Molly. We'll... Put one of those uh, Peyton Manning tranquilizers in. Uh, which, uh, I guess, segues nicely to Mike Stranaka. Mm-hmm. Is that what that says to you? Oh, yeah. Stranaka. Has Raph ever done drugs? No, I have not. No. No. I have nope. never done a drug. Conversely, has Kevin ever been sober? No. No. Not, not, not since, since the womb. Yeah. <laughs> since a few months prior. That's a different conversation I had with my mother. Absolutely. She's like, of course I smoke weed with you while you're in utero. I was like, what? <laughs> like 15 things. was like, check, 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 check. Oh. But if you could have smoked weed, like the minute you were born, and they would have had you on the side where all the other children were, you probably would have. What hospital is that? That's not so do We need to find out what fictional hospital that is and go there. <laughs> Uh, my editor, Brian Barnes, says, do you ever do shows while grappling each other? Do you worry about sweat getting into the mics? Well, we have certainly grappled each other that has spurred show-long arguments. Sure. Uh, and yeah, we we do talk a lot while we grapple. We do. There's a fair amount of, of discussion going on, too. Because you and I are both also like, well, let's take a solid fiber here. <laughs> Like both our grappling strategies, <laughs> but we're against people that aren't even each other involved. Frequent, like okay, let's get a position where I can just get a quick breath. Yeah, and, and Kevin's a master of being like, "Oh, is that a new patch?" 
Hey. That's an amazing. Like, when did you get that? And I'm like, dude, I'm passing your guard and you're stopping me from doing this. (laughs) Enjoy those shorts. (laughs) Let's get this. uh, Conversely, there have been a number of times when Kevin and I are grappling. And I've been like, Kevin, can you show me that move that you just caught me with so that I can restart at a beneficial (laughs) position for myself? That'd be great. Thank you. Let's do a quick exchanger. Um, Okay. So thank you very much, Brian, for your question. Uh, Heather Vialta says, Kevin's better looking than his voice lets on. Yeah. Okay, Heather. First of all, you're in my head now because I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. And I know it's a little (laughs) it's a little of both. And it's like, that one's going to fester. Honestly, that question did break him. I it short-circuited right in front yeah. of everybody. It's like, whoa. Uh, this one, I guess, is a little more retroactive. This one comes from Jennifer Blum, who said, will you guys be at the Denver Pro Show? Nope. Kevin, are you training at Jabera? Kevin? Uh, yeah, when I'm healthy, which is never. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've undergone a very serious injury that has me out until basically February. So as soon as I get back, you'll see me there. Absolutely. Kevin and I have talked about this because when you have a five-year anniversary of anything, you have a little bit of introspection, and uh, there's been a lot of like, damn, son, you've been injured for a number of the years. Like, almost half of the podcast, you've been injured. Uh, Well, the last year and a half, especially. There was the move where it was like, got to find a surgeon, but I was still training a little bit. This one is uh, much more aggressively. You can't train, or else we have to replace your knuckles. So right, like, one of these, you know. which is kind of rude. But second, and I told Raf this: some people take a break, and it's like, oh, maybe I don't need this in my life. I need it in my life. I need it back. I need to be back. This isn't something I. I'll be back February tenth. Yep, yep. We're marking down the day. So Valentine's Day rolls with Val- Kevin's. Everybody, fuck Valentine's Day. It's <laughs> Returns Day, and I'm changing the whole holiday. <laughs> Uh, Pablo Castillo says, since you've talked to, to many top jiu-jitsu athletes, what's something that they mostly share that we may not be aware of? First of all, didn't talk to any tonight. No, That's for damn sure. A, a healthy amount of giving a shit what people think. Mm-hmm. I like that. And not necessarily in a talkative way, right? Some people could care less, obviously. About uh, what you're going to say about them, but more or less, Kid Dale cares what people think. Absolutely. Um. So is Gordon. Yeah. As, I mean, no one cares. No one puts that much time into their hair unless they really care. Here's a constant I find: when you start talking with more and more jujitsu athletes, you find out how boring their lives are. <laughs> That's another good one. It's a it's there a huge one because you like they try to dress it up, and everybody tries to seem a little bit cooler on the microphone. But, like, you'll be like, so what are you doing tomorrow? Uh, I'm going to wake up and train. Training jiu-jitsu. Then middle of the day, I'm going to train. Uh, I'm going to teach a little bit. Jiu-jitsu. I think that's it. Oh, no, I I got to train at the end of the day, too. Mm -hmm. So they're just like you guys. They train, and they lead boring lives, and some of them play video games, and others, drugs. Stop talking about me. I can see you looking at me right now. If everybody, this is new. There's a whole lot of struggle. If you're a fan of the podcast, you know we don't normally do this in the same room. No. Almost very ever, never. And this time, it's all easy. We're just talking into mics. That's true. This is a professional setup because of friends like North South Jiu-Jitsu Underwear, KO Sports Gear, because of all of our friends now that we care so much about. And I can see Raph just looking right at me. While I'm ju- I'm saying this, Kevin. I'm not trying to have an intervention. I'm trying to have a jujitsu vention. What's that poem doing? Why, why do you have a poem out right now? 
<laughs> Kevin, He's this got one's a bone. called When You Pass My Side Guard. <laughs> it's, and it does involve alcohol. So everybody it does it does involve a little bit of alcohol. I'm here. I mean, let me hold on. Let me read it to you. It's a little piece of paper I wrote. Um, Kevin, don't touch your cardstock. <laughs> uh, Kevin, when you are grappling, I feel that you are at your happiest, and that makes me happy. When you are not grappling, you are at your not happiest, which makes me at my not happiest. So I hope, and, and please, I hope you'll take their help at the end, that you will give in to mental drilling and living vicariously through Keenan. I'll do my best, but a chip system would be helpful on this end, too. <laughs> Five years. Yeah. This bullshit. What what do we got? What's next? Uh, this is fun. <laughs> These are questions. All right. Um, so we took a photo. And the photo is from Kevin and I. Uh, Kevin came down to Cali a few years ago. Don't remember it. And uh, of course you don't, you weed. Alleged. Weed head. Behind us, there is a, a little, little inscription, I believe, in Japanese. And somebody says, what does the sign behind you say? Internet famous in Chinese. (laughs) (laughs) And yes, by the way, it says internet famous in a number of Asian languages, including Mandarin, which I think think qualifies as Chinese. I think it does. I'm not sure. They should do a... Oh, wait. Ours is English. Oh. Yeah, okay. Let's see Two leading nations can't name a language after their own (laughs) fucking name. I like this. Okay, this one is uh, from... Joey Fody from one of the aforementioned shitty podcasts. Yeah. It says, what was the inspiration behind starting the podcast? Kevin? Just uh, general boredom? No. We loved MMA. We were talking about it. We've told this story off and on, but we were talking about it. We thought we were cracking each other up enough to where it was worth having a conversation about. So we committed to a year, which became... Three years, which has become five years. That's right. And we need to renew that contract, I think. We should chat about that. But you, uh, it's transcended, too, to now you're covering a lot of live events. So there's been uh, a lot of changes in what we see as as verbal tap. So Yeah, verbal tap is, it started as, is this a radio show that people are going to listen to? Yep. And then at first, we never thought we'd get guests. So it would just be me doing impressions. Which we were fine with. Well, Especially I was A-OK year with. one. We were like, no, let's knock it out. This is comedy. <laughs> I never, like, I never thought we were going to get and guests. Then, then we talked to Carlos Condit. And we were talking to, like, Bubba the Menace McDaniel. Right. Dear friend of the show. Bubba Soros still Bubba Soros, in there's a photo of him here, right here. In the studio. So it just became kind of one of those things where we just thought, well, let's let's ride this wave and let's see how it goes. And uh, we've enjoyed it. And, and it, it's evolved, like Kevin said. It started as this podcast that people would listen to and then it became videos then it became skits and uh, internet memes and so we we try to do a little bit of everything but it basically started because kevin and i are both comedians and we like performing with audiences the problem is the life of a comic has to travel all the time and kevin and i have adult jobs like big kid jobs we're trying to balance so we'd rather you come to us and it's great because we do this thing he lives somewhere else than i do 
Uh, previously, it was D.C. and now most it's in of the Denver. Time. I mean, most yeah. of the time. So then it just became this convenient thing of like, should we meet for a couple hours a week and just kind of knock this thing out and see what happens? And then guests started to emerge. And then once guests started to emerge, we were like, what the fuck do they want to do with us? <laughs> Why? Why? What are they interested? Which is also part of our our point, which was we got a little upset. People weren't talking to these athletes. So it's yeah. okay. For example, the interview we had with Gary Tonin tonight. We really right. like Gary, but we also have a really good relationship dating back to he and Raf interviewing each other a long time ago. Sure. So we have a lot of rapport with him. We're not impressed by his bullshit. No, we're not interested in his bullshit. You're going to hear an interview tonight that's much more direct, and you get a lot more out of him because that's kind of what he responds to because he's a hardcore competitor. <laughs> so it's typically, what did you just say to me? Here's your response. <laughs> You don't get that a lot of places. So we wanted also a platform to be like, hey, we're talking about this every week. Let's talk about it with them. Sure. And let's give them a chance to at least highlight that they they have a little bit more than that. Last week, we talked to Eric Coe, who's yeah. fighting and winning at the the fight to win along with everybody else from the DiBera <laughs> clan. Real. Seriously. We like to mix it up because we like to bring you people who you may not know and uh, mix them in with the Garys because it's important to us. Like... We see how shitty grapplers uh, have it, I guess, in the real world, where not a lot of people always hound them. If I'm being honest, and this is God's honest truth, at the end of most events, when grapplers do that look around to see who's there to talk to them, it's usually just me. (laughs) And then we have this kind of eye contact with each other that's kind of like, hey, we better do this together, huh? What up? That's how Wagner looked. He was in. Wagner was like, it's my turn. I get to chat with you about this. To be fair, Wagner, the last time, was the happiest Wagner I've Smacker. ever run into. God damn. He was, he was so, like, he, I so went up brutal. to him and I was just like, hey, Wagner, can we cut in for an interview? And I thought he wanted to go home. And he smacked you seven times. He, he did. Uh, a ref had to come in and stop it. It was really awkward. But then after the ref stepped out, he's like, yeah, I'll give you an interview. Yeah, sure, let's do this. But he was so happy, and he was just like, oh, I loved our last interview. Let's Yeah, let's do this shit. So he was stoked. Anyway, but yes, at the end of the day, uh, there's like one other podcast who maybe was there. Maybe. And, you know, that's about it, guys. So uh, for lack of a better term, sorry, athletes, it's me. And uh, sometimes it's me and Kevin. But I will say this. When we uh, are doing the show, and we do find kind of new fun things that we're doing, every once in a while, we stumble across kind of this, either like a weird story that people are telling that we go, oh, you've never told that before. Or we stumble upon the athlete who's like, hey, I can tell jokes too. And we're like, no, you can't. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. But that's adorable that you think you can. Gordon Ryan's on the show tonight, so everybody <laughs> brace your nuts. Everybody relax. Brace your ovaries. Uh, brace everything in between. Next question. My real best friend, Bobby Vung. Kevin. Bobby V. We have pictures of Bobby V on our refrigerator. Do you, that's right. That's <laughs> from your wedding. <laughs> He's in those. Bobby is one of the best people of all time. Kevin, why did you cut your beautiful hair? <laughs> Every day. I don't like you anymore. Agreed. He's not wrong. Do you miss it? Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Two more years. I'll grow it out. I just needed to get to Colorado, figure out who I was, join a gym where it wasn't in the way. Uh, it'll be back. I've gone really short right now, and uh, I'll get bored. I will say, I was looking at photos, and I did realize this. Other podcasts have not aged as well as we have. 
it, pending the haircut, we look younger or older. Like, <laughs> and we're basically the same size. Like pretty, pretty much same size. We're in the same geese. Like, I looked at my hair, and like I just recently got a haircut, and I was like, oh, I wonder if I look any... Nope, you look, same thing. You look the same as when I met you genuinely like 12 years ago. It's true. The exact same. Well, it's because I'm timeless. Just saying, you look exactly the same. You've I look like a few years of weathered me. Yeah, I look no, weathered. You, you've gone through transformations, but like... You've mostly, like, right now, your hair is about the same. You still have, you know, young... Facial hair. ...person... Is new. ...look to you, whereas I'm more the refined uh, gentleman, the scholar of the show. I don't know. You're, you're going to be 45. Is he 23? <laughs> what age is he? But, yeah, that's uh, that's how we keep the magic going, Bobby V. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. <laughs> Uh, this one comes from Drew Weatherhead uh, of Because Jitsu, who says, did you create the fashion uh, mullet? Business on the top, party on the bottom. What a Canadian question yeah, to real. ask, by the way. It's like, it, it's always as though he was like, what should I ask them? And then his Canadian heart just started beating. He was like, I'll ask them about a mullet. Here's the good news about Because Jitsu. They must have a really good editor because you know that he speaks in Canadian for jokes first, mm-hmm. which is always, ooh, have you guys seen a boat? Plus, I've met Drew. Not a funny guy. <laughs> Not an interesting guy. Don't like him much. Didn't enjoy his his jib. So whatever he's putting out there must be just complete And garbage. I'll say this, guys. So that editor is a real <laughs> dynamite human being. And I'll say this because this is the type of <laughs> shit you could, you could say when you've been around for five years. He had a podcast, too. Had. Had a podcast. Hard to produce. And you know what? Now he's doing the right thing. He does memes. But his editor does memes. I love his editor's memes. I don't know anything about what Drew's producing, but his editor's amazing. (laughs) So in response to your question, he's been on the show. I think we're just kind of assholes. It's him. More just being me. (laughs) He Uh, is the editor. Squares (laughs) on Instagram says, Rolls and John 316, which is not a question. Evans? I wish it was John Evans. No, I'm saying, is that what he means, John 316? John mm. Evans is good. Questions mm, about John Evans? I don't Evans? think so. I think it's just 316. Super tough to roll with. Empty verse, so I don't, I'm not exactly uh, sure you want to John Evans there. is a tough guy to roll with. Uh, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> I'm just throwing out. You, you just... get a few like luxury rolls every once in a few years. <laughs> well, like, John is murder, death, yeah. killing me. Last time we did put... We did put mud masks on before we rolled, so it was nice. Yeah, no, John and I, when I'm rolling, there's a moment where, like, I'll just see him hit that level of Superman power, and I go, oh, no, I'm powerless. eight, seven, murder, (laughs) death, kill. (laughs) So there's John Evans for you. Uh, B. Ronan, this is AJ, asks, is life a river or an infinite lake? Asking for a friend, thanks, in advance it's a river because man one place will take you to the next and the lake's more like let's go to that beach life's life's not a beach you know what i mean let me see here i think the, what a great answer by the way that was way better than <laughs> that it deserved to be fair <laughs> this is stacked up i like the idea infinite lake is uh by the way a, an old tori amo song great he likes to, to cry infinite himself lake. to sleep to every once in a while uh, speaking of like-minded Crying questions. on the shores of tomorrow. Well, I just like the fact that she's just like, Crying on the shores of tomorrow. That was like how every 90s every singers like, sang. Yeah. She'd get that real high-pitched voice. It's like, are you a cornflake or a cornflower? It was a like, neon shirt. Well, thank you, Tori. That was, that was like real deep. Also, there are a lot of lesbians here. I'm just, I'm just pointing out. I'm not saying any judgments. Just... 
Lilith Fair, hashtag, long time ago joke. This one comes from Marcus Kowal, who asks, who pitches, who catches? Super mature question. And this is going to be super easy because I played more baseball than Raf did, but Raf's got good hand-eye coordination. Mm -hmm. I'm obviously going to be throwing the ball off the 66-foot elevated mound. Okay. Fastballs, curveballs. Okay. You're going to shin guards, chest Mm -hmm. protector, hockey mask, catcher's mitt. No problem. I I think you and I are in the Pirates middle relief rotation by the end of spring i just played soccer i don't i don't understand that question uh, unless it was a gay thing marcus oh, in marcus. which case how dare you both of us are generous lovers so it's, it's a real catch catch <laughs> situation you ever had uh, just a relationship with somebody who just goes no what do you want to do <laughs> that's a, that's Raph both of us. <laughs> there are a lot of times when Kevin and I start a podcast, and because Kevin what and I, what do you want to do? Like, there's a lot of this is why I do enjoy, it, and I guess this brings us to a nice point. There is one of the reasons why I do enjoy working with Kevin is the fact that he and I are very uh, agreeable. Like, we we do take stands about certain things, and we're very adamant. Like, I want this and I want that, but a lot of the show is generally both us going like, "You want to try that? You want to talk about it? All right, we can do it. We can do that. Yeah." And then sometimes it's like, oh, we both agreed that was a terrible segment. Let's never do that again. So which is it, Marcus? Who's pitching? Who's catching? We've used a lot of metaphors to uh, combat. Do we have to say it in Swedish? That's just like, who's a pitching and who's a catching? Swedish, not a real. I don't think it's a language. I don't think it's a real. But I want to know that for Systems Training Center. Tell us that, Marcus Kowal. It's like a Flemish thing. (laughs) Uh, Next question comes from. Here we go. I believe, Kev, this might be... We're, we're approaching two of our last questions. Oh, awesome. Andrew Shaw. Segmented time-wise perfectly. Uh, absolutely. In the five years of doing the show, do you have a top five BJJ matches of that time? Congrats on the five years of Verbal Tap. Hashtag. Well, early on, we just got to say Chacha versus uh, Hodger. Hodger, always. That's up there. Mm-hmm. Um, We've gotten some pretty fantastic... Fuck, like that would have been a super easy question for this last ADCC. Right. <laughs> it's like, well, now it's harder. Yeah. Um, because it feels like we've, uh, where's a Lovato match that I need? I'll come back to in. that. I mean, like for us, uh, I remember the first time we reached out to Rafael Lovato was after he won the Brazil Arrow. And I remember. There's a there's your memorable match, right? That's the Lovato one I'm looking for. That's like, got to be it. That's the one the where he's getting years. the Kimura and just like, ah. Yeah, like, that's super it. Crazy. That's a memorable match. But I remember reaching out to him and thinking, there's no way he's going to come on our show. No. And then I remember telling you, like, yo, he's coming on, dude. We were like, we, we got to get some questions. Then there perhaps. was a tornado scare that night. It was Oklahoma. Yeah, it was Oklahoma. It was a big tornado. And I thought, there's no way he's coming on again. He's Still like, did it. What? Oh, oh, the tornado. It's like nothing for his just general guard and retention. Then he was saying, he was <laughs> like, like oh, I, got- I sent my students not to come to like train tonight. I got but another but time. I mean, I can still do it. Yeah. I got, uh, <laughs> tornado, tornado takes Ralph. me. Whatever. Kevin, come on. Don't, don't be such pansies. So that's, so that's, there, that's there, a good one for Lovato. Um, there's two. I'm going right to say one. Because uh, I, I, I guess, are we combining them or are they individual ones? I think we're just talking about, like, okay. let's name five. Let's do Gary like and uh, what's-his-face. Um, let's talk oh, Paul Harris. Oh, you're talking Gary and um, Mr. Paul, Paul Harris. Harris. Yeah. So 
Great match. I mean, here's the reason why. A lot of, lot of build-up because Paul Harris had been holding on to shit. Yeah, and I, for me, that's a sh- an event, a match that you can show anybody. And they get it. Like, they may not understand jiu-jitsu, but sometimes you just go, hey, look at this match. And people think to themselves, they're like, oh, is this what every match is like? And we go, no. But watch and enjoy that one. I'm going to add, and I'm factoring in a recency bias, but Gordon Keenan, no time limit. That was fun. It's awesome. I mean, granted, Gordon Keaton. No we time just on. like after the first twenty minutes, we just wanted to know what the result was. I I wanted so much more jujitsu. I wish they had gone for six hours. I was ready. Part of me thought they should have thrown in geese at the twenty minute mark. <laughs> 20, twenty odd, twenty off. Yep, twenty odd, twenty off. Now that we know Gordon associates geese with uh, potential, well, I'm not even going to say it. That's yeah. a spoiler alert. On and this I, I hate to say this because, we, again, there's way more than a top five. We can do this question every year. Um, but, Eddie, Gracie, absolutely. Because the reason why it's so hard for me not to put that in there is I was there live for that one. Yeah, you were. and it was and it was incredible. Matt Morris, beginning of EBI. Well, officially, let's let's talk about that. That was the last Meta Morris. Where press was allowed, and it mattered. That was the last. That was the last Meta Morris. Well, keep in mind that's where everything went wrong. And I know there's still one coming. <laughs> that was still the last Meta Morris. Well, we'll talk about that because we have some insight, or at least some we get to talk to Gordon on analysis. this podcast later. Gordon in makes this podcast. A very We're quick ask him. Well, Raph, asked, Raph had one fucking question and hit him with it hard. I mean, I, I definitely asked it so, twice, so yeah. uh, get to laugh at that part. But uh, here's the reason why. That match was 10 years in the making, and we did a whole segment where all of us got together, uh, our friends from uh, around the mat, a.k.a. Paul Moran, uh, you, myself, I believe it was John Evans, Maybe he wasn't on that one, but uh, Christian Woodmancy and somebody else. I'm forgetting. Who yeah, that was back when there was genuinely no one covering jujitsu at all. Oh, no. Like flow grappling didn't oh, exist. It didn't exist. It wasn't a, a glimmer. There's kids on this list. Keith Crude's like, what? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Wait hair? No, flow grappling's yeah. been around since I was two. Oh, crazy. But uh, Mac writes a song. It was it was at a time when. We were all really excited when a Metamorphs would come out. So that we, we did those shows. It was an event. It was an event. We used to bring on six people, one person per match. Those are some of our favorite episodes. We had a blast. Then they fucked up. Yeah. I mean, that was where Eddie, paying their Eddie and Hoyler. Hoyler mostly <laughs> gets upset about Eddie. Then you have Eddie and Hoist. Then you have Eddie and Hollick. Basically, or Hoist, I'm sorry. <clears throat> well, well, they had a match, but they Hoist match. is the one that's like but coming then, at him. Keep in mind, if you go back and you listen to that press conference, I'm one of only a handful of journalists there asking questions. And you know it's bad when I'm one of the more legitimate press. That was a terrifying moment in this podcast's history. It was really terrifying. <laughs> so anyway, I ask a few questions. Those but are I'm, five good matches. I'm proud of the question I asked, which was to both Eddie and uh, and 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 uh, Hoyler, which was so. In another ten years, do we get to see this match? <laughs> I stand behind that question. I stand behind it too. Here's hoping. By so the way. anyway, Andrew, I think those are five pretty good ones. Well, I'm sure in every given year we'll have different those ones for you. But like ones. those have <clears throat> kind of stood the test of time, and and they followed us on the podcast, and they had symbolic meaning because that one was really the end of Metamorphosis as we knew it. And then it became Metamorris the next chapter. Metamorris, Hollick begs for money. 
which is a different <laughs> metamorphs the telethon years the ponzi scheme years yeah, Met- metamorphs the herbal life supplement years that's and, next and here's what i'm going to say we're going to do this interview with gary and then we want to bring up some metamorphs talk at the end of that so when we come Don't back worry we've got some metamorphs we've got some ufc talk we need what to cover we, got, we need to cover a few things before we get to that that are worth covering one is you're not here often and fortunately, no. there were UFC fights tonight. Fortunately. Fortunately, fortunately. <laughs> uh, is the word. Absolutely. The longest fights in UFC history. No joke. That's how few submissions finishes. Massive props out to Nick Lentz. The only one that seemed to bring his I remember how to submit people pants tonight. Everybody else was just poke dicking around <laughs> hoping for the next uh it was a fun night of fights actually rawlings clark had a really good night so congrats to our friend uh mr Allstead. theodore Rowe became the world's worst person at talking uh some some fun fights volkanovsky and then uh that's when you start to really take some different directions watch the lens brooks fight somebody wins one. it somebody, somebody does win it. that one uh yeah. It is also weird to watch it on your time zone, by the way. It should be. It was really weird. Verdum could use some some North-South Jiu-Jitsu underwear. We saw Definitely some B-crack. And you know who doesn't <laughs> show B-crack? Anyone wearing North-South Jiu-Jitsu underwear? Are you a Jiu-Jitsu fighter? Are you an MMA fighter? You had some problems with some B-crack? You know you have. You know you have. Get North-South Jiu-Jitsu underwear. Go to NorthSouthJiu-Jitsu.com. You'll find what you need. And I want to tell you this right now. Big-hipped, big-assed guy here talking. A, wearing some right now. B, no joke, B, you can always go up to somebody and tell them they need it. Because that's a true friend. That, that is a true friend. Oh, and Fabricio Verdum, who wins his fight tonight over Marcin Tabura will not eclipse the headline that he threw a boomerang at Colby Covington's head and connected. Who throws a boomerang? Who throws a boomerang? and I have been having a lot of fun with this for the last few days. Listen, guys, it's not funny. That's an It's assault, not funny. Okay? It isn't funny. I want you guys to be very clear. Our stance on the podcast not is... Not funny. You do not throw a boomerang <laughs> at another grown man. No. The boomerang's not a funny instrument. Mm-mm. It's not a funny weapon. Not I mean, at all. It's definitely not a children's toy. Hey, not any, nothing about a boomerang <laughs> at another grown man. Don't do it. Not unless you want to fight. And I'll tell you this right now. I have not followed other parody Instagram accounts <laughs> that are based entirely on that boomerang. You definitely have not. Definitely not. So to recap, this isn't funny. Not funny. We're not following... Nope. Spoof boomerang. It's a real offense, and the UFC should look into it right now. Couldn't agree more. I, <laughs> you could see there was something about Fabrizio that didn't look right. He I, knows how serious we. You know what was. I like, Kevin? He knows I like that the boomerang was like Al Franken and said, "I demand an investigation into myself." <laughs> you invest. You find me. And that's a good primer for Gary's interview. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, before we get to Gary's interview, we do have a question. This is the last one. I said we had two. I forgot to bring this one up. Yeah. Uh, for five years live, Ed Robin BJJ DDS on roids? Question mark. Kevin, I'll ask you. DDS. Yeah, her desk squad. Are I, they on roids? I was like Diamond Dallas. No, that's DDP. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, well, not all of them. Okay. Eddie is okay. John Danaher obviously is sure. And 
some of Gordon is. His top half appears to be on steroids. Sure. His calves didn't appear to get the memo, so you be the judge. I want to say I would answer that question, but I've already asked it, motherfucker. Online, Watch on my film. videos. Went up to Gordon Ryan, have asked him. It's on the record. Have you Raph's seen other people do that? No, I'm not nuts. afraid to do that. We, we Raph was like, show said, me your nuts. Have they gotten smaller? <laughs> show them to me. That's what happened. Gordon was like... Um, my nuts are actually the um, two of the greatest. They're they're two champs, and they're uh, out they're, there. They're both kings. Ask Gary. Ask. Uh, it's a king, king. <laughs> I, my left one's king, and the right one's king right, as well. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Gord. Yeah. So check out the interviews. Yeah. Go to Verbal Tapcast on uh, the YouTube's. You want to go talk to two yeah, of these? Let's, let's go talk to those gathers. Okay, I- I'm going to start this over again. I'm hitting record. No one touched the recording equipment. Guys, all right? Dogs. Uh, <laughs> and We're going to blame one of his dogs. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Kevin, yeah, Kevin Gary can have one of my... On their recording equipment, so... Yeah, Gary can have one of my dogs, I guess, is collateral. I'll, I'll, we'll work it out. All right, let's do this introduction. Here's what's happening here, people. When we think of the people who have been part of Verbal Tap history for the past five years, uh, there are many names that come across our brains. Uh, one of which that we deeply regret always bringing on, but for whatever reason we do. You still interview him, too. I do. Live after he keeps winning shit, which is your bad. Yeah. Well, honestly, he's if forced. he stopped winning He's forced shit, to do it. He doesn't wouldn't have to interview him. Interview, but he's just there. He's been waiting. He's waiting for somebody else to hopefully win EBI, but it just never happens. And every time his face, the, the frown just grows deeper and deeper embedded into his face. I just look over and like... There's a definite time. I think I've done this at least three times where it gets to the finals and the result plays out as it does. And I just go, oh, come on. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I have to go talk to that idiot again. Well, that idiot right now, in case you haven't heard or can't tell or, you know, have issues recognizing. People know. Yeah, People are like, know. that's Gary Tony. That's Gary Tony. No. Yeah. Right. Sadly. I wish it wasn't the case. Gary, I've talked. This is Kevin. Talked a lot of shit post ADCC on you, mostly just because I was bored. I think with your winning, it was like, oh, finally, things didn't go yeah. perfectly. I'm still pissed you weren't in the open, but that's a different discussion, obviously, uh-huh. uh, for for another ADCC organizational but Kevin, we're meeting among like the Hollywood elite now. I know, but now he's done my favorite fucking show, and I'm super pissed. Not my favorite, but I really like Chris Gethard. He's a star. And imagine how pissed I was, because I was like, okay, I can write Gary off now, right? right, right, right. Had that rough <laughs> points lost to Wagner. You think it's worse for you. It's coming to my genre of talk shows. <laughs> yes. And he was, you were good in it. But wearing the game. When I was brought on, when I was brought on to the show, really the main game plan was you know, what can we do to really just crush Roth's show as brutally as possible? Like, what could we do to just make it as, as, as much of a murder scene as we possibly could? And I was like, you know, I should probably just beat the shit out of you the entire episode. And Chris was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, no, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's how it happened. I heard that actually. The production, one of the producers, is a friend of mine. He said Gary just came in with his people, took over, uh, best ratings they've had. So it kind of, it kind of did. Like when we uh, when we were supposed to do that show, um, he was like, he's like, yeah, like we're gonna do a thing, and you know, you guys are gonna demonstrate some jujitsu moves or something, and then uh, that just pretty much turned into us kicking his ass. 
Okay, that's great. Except a lot of people had questions. I'll ask the, the most obvious one, Gary. Why the fuck were you in a gi? Like, there's a lot of things you can know about you and Eddie. Yeah. And then there's the entry-level stuff. And even entry-level individuals who are watching that show go, like, why the fuck are they in the gi? I feel the same way when I see you teaching one in one of those yeah, flow grappling just, videos. Like, oh, I'm always like, what? <laughs> I think... So I pretty much Eddie was very against that, and like I wasn't a hundred percent for it either. But I, I put, I put my own wants and needs to the side for the wants and the needs of the viewing public. And I know that the viewing public associates martial arts with cool little uniforms, kimonos. That was a better answer than I was expecting. I was was sure there's going to be. To me, it sounded like it was a producer fail. Because it's like, no, oh, no. I'm going to bring on two of the most recognizable no-gi grapplers and put gis on them. Nah, I, I kind of pushed for that, actually, the whole gi thing. Um, because I just figured it'd be more recognizable to the public. Like, oh yeah, these guys do a martial arts. And, They're not just two random dudes in bathing suits. But Gary, and Gary's you, approval rating in the jiu-jitsu community <laughs> just already, went up four all, points. Let's be fair, there's already a guy on the show that's in a bathing suit. And flippers, like, I just didn't want anybody to get confused between us. Although, it'd be pretty hard to get confused between us and, and fish. human fish, because that dude's literally the hairiest human being I have ever seen. It's, I actually thought he was wearing a sweater. I didn't even know he had his shirt off. <laughs> the next reincarnation of Robin Williams is standing right next to you, sir, and ah. that's what you've got for him. <laughs> you... Specifically, well, I'm interrupting here to say that, like, if you haven't seen it, the preface is, and I was, fuck- I was really shocked all of a sudden when I see the clip. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Why are these things coming together in my life? You essentially, if a word is said, and you're on the Rob Cordry episode, which is a great episode to be on, uh, you guys tackle him and submit him. Does is he know about jujitsu? Where does that come in? And did you guys give him like a? You're obviously not going to heel hook him and end his career. Because he but... also had a blue belt on. Yeah, yeah. Does Chris know about jiu-jitsu? What's the producer meeting uh, about? Yeah, him? he trained, apparently he trained at Enzo's like a bunch of years ago, like five years ago or something. And then I think maybe he took like one or two privates before the show, <laughs> before the show or something like that, just to like refresh. He said he wants to get back into it. But I thought he framed um, up that right. I did think he framed up at one point. It even like surprised you or Eddie. I don't remember exactly, but there was like a brief look of like, oh, he's getting this. Okay. <laughs> I will say this. Stuff? We did one, most of the stuff on the show, like it's just 100% off the cuff. We did do like one quick like rehearsal thing, like five minutes beforehand to show like, you know, uh, kind of where we were supposed to be standing and this, that, and the other thing, right? So we did one quick run-through where we beat him up. And I'll say this, that during the run-throughs where we were beating him up and before it was live, he definitely didn't resist as much as when it was on the air. Like, he was was trying to prove a point. (laughs) Turned it on. Well, because you also turn it on, Gary. Like, you're a whore for a camera, and we've known that for some time. But we yes, know that that's you're, true. That's you're true. even playing to the audience. You're trying to rile them up. You're trying to basically like basically gladiator them into mm-hmm. giving you your freedom out of the gi, I think, was the subtext I got. <laughs> but as you were doing it the whole time, I have to bring up this one thing. Because, again, we're on this gi kick. You started doing what I like to call the Jersey Trash Love hockey. That. Pulled it over his head. And yeah, I said, that's that yeah, not an IBJJF. That's how confusing... This is yeah. to people that they think that you can yeah. do that sort of NHL style stuff, Gary. I've seen that happen in matches before. I actually, 
somebody pulled my gi over my head in a match, and the ref didn't stop it because I think he was friends with the guy. So I just pulled his gi over his head and snapped it down. I, um, but uh, anyway, most of the things that I did, the dirty things that I did to Chris, uh, I just did. I do all those to Gordon, you know, <laughs> when he was coming up. So uh, I wanted to ho- I wanted to get him in cross body ride and give him a wedgie until he tapped. That's what I used to do to Gordon when we were, we were trained. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I suck with the hockey hockey attack. Nothing is that, better than you saying how you used to handle Gordon in the past tense. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of funny. Because you, you hear it in Gary's voice. Plus, people are like, no, no wonder Gordon got good. You right. were wedging him right. in between? That little gem <laughs> is When missed. most people ask me how to develop an athlete, that's usually how More wedgies. There's a lot to it. Wedgies okay, and well, noogies. Well, your Fourier into sketch comedy aside, which we're all... I mean, for jujitsu, I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. You as a person, I'm upset mm-hmm. that you beat me there. It's like yeah. I think about like all the time I've spent at the back of an open mic mm-hmm. line, just waiting, crawling. <laughs> Gary just strolls past me with a VIP bracelet. It's like, I learned to grapple. Fuck yeah. off. It's like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Next thing you know, Gary's doing a monologue at the top of the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I was sure you were going to replace me two years ago. I'm even more sure now. But fortunately, you're busy beating the shit out of people. So in the in the lost tapes of the recording that I started uh, and then screwed up before this, I was lamenting that I was trying to talk a lot of shit on you after ADCC. Didn't go great. And that's because you parlayed it into uh, some pretty unbelievable EBI work. You're saying... We lost you at Combat Worlds because you were scared of Wagner's backhand, that though? That was what I heard. Is that, that was yeah, exactly that's really... I didn't want to be bitch-slapped into oblivion if you were. Uh, so Who does? That was the majority of it. Uh, they finally found uh, Wagner's I, format, though. I'm so <laughs> excited for him. It was yeah. like, oh, this is less boring. There we go. But I mean, you know, we've been getting slapped in the face. Like Tom used to slap us a lot. During training, I used to slap. Me and Gordon still get into slap fights frequently when during training. He does one little up kick to the face, and then that turns into, you know, me up kicking and then slap fighting. And, you know, but uh, anyway, yeah, they, they uh, when I negotiated the contract with 1FC, they nixed that. Um, I didn't realize, I, I didn't uh, really make the connection um, that I wasn't going to be able to do that initially. But then when I thought about it, I yeah, obviously, like, there's strikes involved. So it's kind of a foray at the MMA, so they weren't really too happy about it. But, uh, yeah, so... It happened. It is what it is. You know. Did you miss it? Like the whole time you're watching it, did you? Did you watch it first of all? Yeah, I just sent. Well, the rest of our team. I didn't watch the whole event. I just watched highlights. The rest of our team was busy, like traveling Europe, and just basically being lazy pieces of shit. So, like Taba could have easily like replaced me or something, but he wasn't in shape. So I just sent him a photo of Wagner slapping somebody or with the, with the EBI belt on, and I was like, this is your fault <laughs> that this happens, you know? You so that was the thing that depressed me most, little, that we couldn't keep the belt within the team. Say, but You know, you guys want to, you have that nice little circuit going on of you guys continuing to do very well in both the EBI format and, you know, I mean, yeah. questionably in this format. We don't know because you guys are scared, and it's really yeah. hard to have a war declared on you when you guys don't show up for the war. I'm just saying, Gary. This is oh, stuff that wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I have a pretty reasonable excuse, but I 
guess I do kind of look like a bitch, huh? I feel like I have a reasonable excuse. Like, Jesus. this is 2017. In the media, that's called being a bitch. A reasonable right, excuse. Oh, my no God. Dude, Colby Dude Colby you Colby can't have a reasonable excuse for anything these days. Filthy no. animals. Jeez. And now that some big man throws a boomerang. By the way, hmm. by the way, it's just a matter of time before... I, I sex scandal surfaces. I'm telling you guys. Listen, Gary, it's been nice okay. knowing you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, when they start naming names for sex don't scandals, take Gary. Don't, don't put that on. Don't there, take Gary. Gary. Don't take. The I'm just thing. saying, guys. It's just a matter of time. Okay. Please don't, Gary, and and don't think that you need to have a sex scandal. If Gordon's your accuser. Um, then we can all, then we can all think Gordon about When you did admit that you and him get into slap fights, I was like, uh oh, they're going to he's, he's, he's in the car now. Let me see if Gordon, can you just let anybody know now so that this doesn't have to come out in advance? Have I ever touched you inappropriately or ever done anything sexual that you were uncomfortable with? Only up until Purple Bills. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, again, secrets to developing an athlete. I think the law says they're okay as long as it's under purple. Yeah, and frankly, <laughs> I mean, we we've seen if Gordon's the grass abs. Is purple, then he turns out ball, okay, right? Something like that. Uh, Gordon now drowns his pain with uh, steroids and painkillers. Absolutely, that's yeah, what I've heard. Steroids. So I'm sure he'll be good to go. Beaver tranquilizers. That's what I heard. <laughs> Well, you know, Gary, I always like it when you have Gordon around you because he's he's more famous than you, right? What's that? Is Gordon more famous than you now? Not according to Instagram, motherfucker. I was like, maybe pre-Gethard, <laughs> now post-Gethard, yeah, Gary's they're, back they're on top. Neck and neck race for the Nielsen ratings. Yeah. Yeah. I guess... Um, the- I don't know. I think in certain ways, yeah. I think it's for sure. I mean, he did win ADCC. I, I wasn't able to do that. I suck. Uh, as we pointed out on the podcast shortly yeah. after. Uh, I, was, I mean, I'm, like, not, I'm very happy about that, but, you know, <laughs> secretly, you know, that's publicly I'm very happy about that, but secretly, I think he should die. Well, we do know how much you enjoy losing. That yeah, does tend definitely. to be something. I make him coffee every morning and I piss in it. Oh, uh, sorry, Rock. <laughs> I didn't forget he was in the car. Gary, you have to talk to us about this. Uh, Tom DeBlast yeah. just got elected to a school board, correct? Oh, man, I remind him of that constantly. Every okay. time he sends me anything remotely inappropriate, I just put hashtag uh, Board of Education. Oh, man, I mean, in <laughs> Trump's America, anything can happen, but it did take me a second. Wait, wait is this a grappling school board? Because that makes sense. Or is this just uh... I mean, it's Jersey. Like, that was your Board of Education, then. Oh. oh, wow. But, like, for you, Gary, were you his prime model of, I made this idiot sound competent, elect me? I guess so, yeah. I mean, that's, he didn't even like try to promote the election at all. He just reposted something I said. So, yeah, that's pretty much the only thing uh, he had going for him, I guess, was my uh, my vote of confidence. Your Instagram status, yeah, as we've already established, which yeah. is higher than Gordon's. And apparently, <laughs> a again, a New Jersey secret. You should... Uh, we should think about this. I don't like Gary having any glimpse into like the political world. No, though. I don't. But, you know... Is, uh, Gary, is there any other grappler you would get behind politically? Any other grappler I yeah, would get like behind cause, politically? Because Tom put Danaher for mayor of New York City? I mean, I don't know where he lives. Danaher for sure. That would be the most amazing. Oh, man, the laws. That would be creative. <laughs> it spe- would be a very dark. It would be a dark time. <laughs> he just gets a you guys remember the reign of terror in history? Yeah. Like a, a period of time where a bunch of people got their heads chopped off? Um, <laughs> you much like that. 
And I also, I feel like we'd get a letter immediately that's like, oh, they've started human fights to the death back up in New York City. Interesting. They were, this is the same place yeah, it was yeah. against They MMA. went from zero tolerance to, oh my God, he's dead. Mayor Danaher. <laughs> the, um, yeah. Well, 2019, let's keep it posted. Typically, I, Henzo, if, I mean, if we can get to blast on a school board. Absolutely. Henzo could yeah, Henzo, Henzo would make a good uh, good world leader as well, for Henzo's sure. Henzo's already kissing babies as is. I like, know. I feel like Henzo's been mayor of something for a while. Like, if you ever show up at, like, an IBJJF event or anything like Most that. Most popular guy. He's just easily. literally, like, yeah. coming around, doing autographs, doing selfies. He might teach a seminar. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, Henzo, what are you doing here? And he's just like, oh, you know, just living the life. And I'm like, yeah, you do live a life. The jiu-jitsu community likes Henzo so much, they let Gary compete at Gracie Worlds there True. for a while. True. That's... That's real. It did happen. That's real dedication and love. So let's return back to this whole MMA thing because a lot of people are excited for that. Do we have a date now that they had to pull you from this other thing? What's that? Sorry, say that again. Do we have a date? Are we looking toward a specific? Uh, no, we don't have a. I don't have a specific date or a specific opponent. Um, I asked to do something around uh, March, and uh, I haven't really talked about it yet. You know, in terms of specifics. So we'll see. I would like to ask this because you guys also, I mean, I don't want to bring this up, Gary, but I think somebody has to. You had worse seats for the GSP Bisping fight than Dylan Danis. Did you notice that? Yeah. Okay. It actually, <laughs> cost, me, it actually cost me $1,000 to watch even though my ticket was free. Wait, describe this, Gary. So uh, I was teaching a seminar in Pittsburgh, and we didn't know we were going to get tickets to the event until like the last minute. I don't really ask people for things because, like, pretty much every like when you're somebody like George or really anybody that fights. I mean, it's just people constantly. Oh, can I get this for free? Like, even Gordon's dad was like asking for free tickets, and it was all pissed at Gordon because he didn't get a ticket to the fights. Uh, it was just funny, but uh, yeah, like um, I just don't ask. Like, I, I rarely take pictures or whatever unless somebody else, you know, uh, decides to do it. I just don't like harassing people that are get harassed all the time. So, uh, uh, you know, documents I, say otherwise. I, I was like, on. is that what Gordon says? <laughs> All right. Sorry. Sorry. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. I know. Like, I, uh, that's, I guess I do like harassing people, but just so, not like that. Yeah. All right. You're just so used to spewing bullshit. You were like, ah, move something on. came yeah, out. We'll move on. Let's know. <laughs> but, uh, he, you know, I didn't, I wasn't going to ask him for it. So eventually like two days before the fight, he was like, Hey guys, like, you want tickets? So I said, yeah, but I was already at a seminar teaching. So I flew in from Pittsburgh and on a last minute flight, that cost me like 600 bucks. And then, uh, I had to get a hotel room. So, cause I, you know, so the fight's going to end late and everything. So that cost like another 300. But, um, man, I honestly, uh, I've, I've sat cage side before at, uh, fights and, uh, I'd actually prefer where we were sitting comparison to like sitting cage side to a fight. Like, I don't really think you see very well when you're cage side and if you're not 100% cage side, you're watching a television anyway. So, I mean, I had a good view of the television. <laughs> it's fine so for me. You, you know, I, I don't really particularly care. To look at so. a giant TV. It counts, though, when yeah. it's GSP doing a rear naked choke. Yeah. That, I mean, you almost want to autograph yeah, it. Yeah, pretty sick. Well, that's pretty sick. But let's also especially... give credit where credit is due. One of us on this show, maybe two. <laughs> I won't narrow it down to just one. Said that George St. Pierre was going to submit him. I was sure it was going to be a heel hook, but then I realized who he was training with. So I guess you guys showed him the back take. 
Uh, we were still a lot of stuff during that camp. Um, you know, I, I was thinking more along the lines of something from, uh, from Mount actually. Um, but, uh, it ended up, we, it ended up working out, uh, pretty good. We were doing a lot of, well, actually I shouldn't say that cause we did, we did do a lot of back drills. So, um, but George was hitting a lot of really good, uh, like Judy Gatames and stuff, uh, when he was in getting into the mouth position. So I was thinking maybe something like that, but, um, we did a lot of, uh, control from the back because, uh, Bisbing does a really good job standing up. Um, and when he stands up, he kind of exposes his back. So we did a lot with, you know, kind of controlling that situation. It didn't quite, it was similar to that. Like he was trying to stand up, George did a throw by and then, uh, hit him and then he turned and then he got to his back. Um, but it's definitely along the lines of a lot of stuff that we were training. So, um, it's really cool to see. Um, I, every time that we did like a training camp with George, it was really cool because, uh, I felt like he did a lot of the same stuff that we were drilling. Um, the Nick Diaz fight was the craziest one though, because I literally felt like everything that we practiced, he did during that fight, which is mm. nuts. But, uh, this fight was, was pretty exciting too, to watch. Okay. So you're there for the fight. Do you get to see George after the fight? Yeah. What happened? Uh, no, actually, no, I didn't get to see George after the fight because, uh, he had, a, he had some pretty serious cuts, so he had to go to the hospital and get those sewn up. That is correct. So um, we just kind of went out on our own, you know, some of the people that were uh, were uh, training with him and stuff like that. Um, we all just kind of went out. But Jake then it, it would seem uh, that you would see him after he's got the hospital thing and they clear him and he's fine. So you, you see like, him a little bit it's after It's just like that, right? two or three in the morning now. So <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. Um, so but, you, you know, we were getting, obviously... <laughs> We were obviously messaging him and everything like that. But. So what did he say to you in response to the fight? And what did you say to him? Oh, he just says, like, you know, thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate it. And we say congratulations. It's nothing crazy, you know. Um, I was basically like, you're welcome, George. I obviously <laughs> taught you everything. It should have uh, been me. It should have been me. Yeah. 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 I'm curious of this because now you've had to be more forthcoming with GSP, I'm sure. And you've credited as much every time you're training with him to say, like, hey, now I'm getting ready for MMA. What's the best advice that he's given you now? Yeah, I mean, he shows us some drills and shit every once in a while. Um, hopefully, like, moving forward, like, I'll be able to do a little bit more serious work. Because, obviously, when we're around him, we're working on grappling most of the time. Um, but I, I told this to a couple different people. I wish I could share different information. But I felt like this always made the most impact. Um, was he always told me to one of the first times that I was training with him, this was during the Nick Diaz camp. Um, he told me to invest in my training. Like he always flies down like, you know, the best like kickboxers or boxers or jujitsu guys that he can, he can get his hands on to uh, help him in camp and the best coaching that he can, that he can afford and everything. And he, he told me that he would rather lose money winning a fight than to, uh, to make money losing a fight and to just, Oh, you know, just put your all into what you do and invest in yourself. And, uh, that's kind of like along the lines of what I did for EBI. Like, honestly, I probably spent on flying coaches and training partners in for EBI and hotel rooms and everything like that. Like I probably spent like somewhere in the range of like three grand, like getting everybody there and everything. It was a big investment. Like, and potentially you could win no money, you know, in EBI. So, um, then I could have just been down like three, $4,000 had I not won. So <laughs> I tried my best to take his advice. Because I was seriously wondering if, like, he pulled you aside and he was just like, uh, Gary, uh, I've thought about it for you. Uh, MMA, not so much. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Yeah, we'll see. Once he watches me spar a little bit, I'm sure he'll. I'm sure he'll think that <laughs> he's just gonna politely Stick look at grapple. you and just be like, <laughs> "Would you uh, Would you like to catch these hands? Because uh, yeah, John, you you look like you." John cannot. just John just told me today the same thing. He was just like, "Yeah, first time I stuck up and watched you do a boxing sparring. I thought maybe I should just convince you to continue grappling." <laughs> I do like that. Yeah. You, know, you put up a, a post about Danaher today, and do you mind reciting it? Because it, it seems to give a nice clue. Everybody always wants to know what it looks like on the inside. And I feel like you give us yeah. little peeks and hints. But what was the post you put up on Instagram today? So one day, before I get into this post on Instagram, so you have an, a, an insight. Before, otherwise, I feel like I'll say this and nobody will understand why I said it. Okay. So one day, I come into John's morning class, and I'm like... I'm there a little late. They're doing the first technique already. I'm like, hey, John, good morning. And he just looks at me. I'm like, reach, I like reach out my hands. John, shake his hand. He just like looks the other direction and, and just scoffs. He's just like, yeah, good morning for sucking. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he, he just waves his hand across the room. He goes, look at this. Congress of fucking retards. And, uh, Right then and there, I was just like, yeah, I probably shouldn't say good morning to John anymore. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> definitely, uh, you could be, it's just, anytime I ask a question, it's just, I, I'm not a hundred, I'm not sure if I'm going to get awesome advice or if I'm just going to get looked at like I'm the biggest idiot on the face of the planet. So anyway, the post that I put up today on Instagram was, um, I prefaced it with something like um, John Danaher when you're about to, right before you ask him good morning, or right before you say good morning to him or something like that. And then the actual post said, have, have you ever seen somebody and before they've actually said anything, you just want to say shut up? <laughs> and I feel like that's what John thinks about all of us all the time right before we speak. What brings him happiness then, Gary? Because what? you think that mostly, grappling supposed mostly to be it, right? Coke and hookers, I think. Okay. I'm pretty yeah. sure those are really the only two things that keep <laughs> them going. That's how I pay for our grappling training. Coke and hookers? Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we provide them with. I don't about three we don't pay for privates or anything, I just I just get them hookers and coke. That explains why he's always oh. catching red eye flights too. Yeah, I thought I was like that. That has an air of Kokana about it. Yeah, I'll, but, I'll you let know. you know that's not always catching right. Doesn't there. seem like an LSD guy. I get it. Yeah, too <laughs> introspective. Hey, you, well, yeah. okay. So you're fighting. You're going to do that here soon. Let's talk protege because this I'm really pissed about, Gary. Yeah, and I think you know what it is. Do you not? As you as you should be because I mean I think anything Gordon does. Anybody should be pissed about. Okay. Most people are. Okay, but let's get to it. Why the fuck are you bailing out? And I mean you, because you are directly responsible for Gordon. Why are you bailing out <laughs> well, Morris a second time? Now, granted, this doesn't even yeah. count. It was round two for you guys. The previous <laughs> times that you were on the card and you are the only guy who was getting submissions consistently. But uh, Meta Morris, if we're looking at it, is almost meant to die, right? It should be death, yeah. Okay. Why? Man, I, it's just really hard to turn down beating the piss out of Halleck. Like, when you hear him talk and you see the things that he does, and then he's like, hey, 
would you like to try to break my arm or strangle me? It's like, yeah, I kind of, like, I, I really would. You know, I, I feel like it's, it's, I know it's keeping that organization afloat to a certain degree. To a certain degree. Also, isn't it just, isn't it also just like a little bit of piece of justice for all the things that he did to people? Like, otherwise, like, I mean, nobody's going to get their money back. So, I mean, we may as well beat the crap out of them while we have it. The opportunity, right? Okay, okay, okay but we're gonna keep scamming people regardless. So <laughs> why not get some of the some do, people do that you could really part of your voice that's endorsing the scamming? Because I hear that part specifically, though. Gary. I'm definitely not endorsing the scamming. There we go. Okay, good, Gary. This is the part that confuses me because uh-huh. the last one was supposed to be all proceeds go to the athletes. So a question people have normally is, did you get paid from that one? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got paid, like, beforehand. Or, actually, no, no, well, yeah, right beforehand, I got a cashier's check. So, it's, like, a check that is, like, a separate account. I don't know how, if you know what it is, but anyway. Yes, a cashier's check? Exactly. Yeah, it's uh, a made-up check. I know what a cashier's check is. It's the check that you use to keep those offshore accounts very nice and tidy. There you go. So, anyway, I got one of those. You got paid the last time. I'm going to presume that Gordon is getting paid on this one, right? I believe so. I think he's, he's... Do you already get some money or something, Gordon? Yeah, I think he gets like half beforehand and he gets half right before the fight happens. All right, Gary. If Gordon's willing to answer this question, ask him because it's important for us to know. Ask him why the fuck is he doing this? Should I put him on the phone or should yeah, I just ask? Yeah, put him on the phone. I mean, it's up to you. All right, you. sure. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Gordon. How are you doing? <laughs> What's that? Not much. All right. Listen, dude, I didn't know if you knew this the last time when we were interviewing at EBI, but I have to ask this because you are fighting Holic. Why is this happening? Um, because he's paying me money and because everyone wants to see how Gracie get beat up. But we've seen it before and, and it was with you guys before. Yeah, but it wasn't by someone who's calling the time frame that they're going to submit him and with what submission. I mean, he essentially was daring Gary to submit him with a heel hook last time. So, sure, yeah. No, I get it. It's gangsmanship. If you it's liked watching miniature Gordon fight him, you <laughs> can't wait to see full-size Gordon fight Alec. <laughs> Call yeah. Gary mini Gordon is great. Um, but you are getting paid, right? Yes. Okay. I am relieved to hear that. But, Gary, this question goes back to you now, which is, do you feel a certain sense of responsibility for not having the telethon that actually raised money for the Metamorphs athletes, so much so that your student now has to be the second telethon to make up for your telethon? Hold on. Yep. Gary? Yes? Okay, I'm glad you're able to answer in an upstanding adult manner. Uh, do you feel, though, now, a little bit of responsibility that your protege has to come and clean up the mess because your event couldn't actually pay for the Metamorphs athletes. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, that was that was supposedly AJ Aguilar's fault, right? Yeah, a free that bit. shit for free at the event. That was what this was all supposed to be about. It was supposed to be about AJ fighting Alec when he bitched out. So uh, I don't know. That was well. What if uh, I guess? Let me just pose this to the jujitsu community. Wow, would it would be funny if Gordon lost? Like massive backfire. I'm not terribly worried about it, but it would be funny. Yeah, I think Gordon should make the same bet that'll get something tattooed on his ass if he loses. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Your face, maybe, would really up the ante. It's only, it's only fair, right? Like, I mean, I made that bet. 
You know, that's stuff that you guys work out with each other as quarreled lovers and slapping on. Well, I'll say this. Gordon's like, I, I mean, I'm calling the time and the submission. I'd say a tattoo is a higher stakes game. That way, right? Oh, I disagree. I think you have massively one-upped him with the tattoo. Egg. Oh, who gives a shit about when and where, Gordon? <laughs> yeah. You were going to get how much space tattooed. I just got the tattoo anyway. <laughs> I should just got the tattoo anyway. Maybe I should do that soon. Just get G and E on the cheek. Just... I don't now, know. Why is, not? This is a sub-only, uh, no-time limit sort of shindig. Did you wish that you had the no-time limit because you could have toyed with them a little bit more? Uh, I mean, I still was, still was able to submit them in the amount of time I had, so I, I don't mean, really you care. Did, but you not still, really like, let's put it this would way. Would it have been more entertaining for everybody? Sure. Maybe. Yeah, it would have been fun. Because the element of looking at it and being like, is he going to survive this? And it's like, well, I guess it's just a matter of when Gary decides he wants to do this, right? No, like one of those guys that doesn't tap. Like, he taps when I put a submission in. So the guys that I wish most had, like, a no time of the match with are ones that, like, just didn't tap. Um, that's... Those those people I prefer to have no time on match with because you can only take when you know there's a time limit. Like, all right, I can take some breaks on my legs, and I know at the end of eight to ten minutes it's going to be done. Is that how people like, think? Time limit match. I mean, you take three, four, five, seven breaks on your knee and ankles. Eventually, you must think to yourself, like, huh, oh, that's pretty much just going to happen until I tap, until this, <laughs> until I give up. Right. So it's not as easy. I mean, uh, you know, you guys were perfectly. Uh, cordial and very nice. You were saying nice things about him, but the public perception, and you can play whatever role you want to in responding to this, was that you just kind of let him live for ten minutes, and then you said, "What's your response to that, Gary?" What, Alex? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it was a tough fight. He's a, he's a lot bigger than me. Like he's like two. I think he came in at like was, the match was supposed to be at two o five. Okay, but he like didn't weigh in beforehand. Like. He just showed up, and he How was fucking huge. you surprised by this? I was like, he's the promoter. Yeah. He probably didn't even think about it. Yeah, it yeah. Really I mean, well. I didn't really think that that was going to happen at all. Like, I like, I, I don't know. It was, it was weird. Wait, the guy who doesn't know how to run like, his own company? That doesn't sound like Halleck to me. Oh, I'm surprised. Goodness. Yeah, I know. He's thought, wait usually on point. so much more responsible than that. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> so and, weird. and integrity. You know, it's a little thing called so, uh, integrity. He's got it. Yeah, I mean, it was trying. just, it was just basically like training with like a somebody who's you know, trained their whole life who's a lot bigger than you. I mean, it's it's not going to be like, it's not like a, I'm not a magician. I don't just like, I would like you know, to go in there with somebody that's been training for their whole life. And just, you've seen you the know, movie, make things happen. You've seen fast and furious, right? Mm hmm. Okay. Why can't we just do pink slips? Yeah, which one? One or fucking fast and furious 87. The, the first one. I haven't seen the, the 87 okay. space one yet. Um, so many. It's ridiculous. Can't we do this for slips? Yeah. Pink can't, slips. Like, uh, Okay. If Halleck wins, he gets the Danaher Death Squad. That's fair. You win. You guys get Metamorris. It's over. Like I feel like he should have done something when I that the whole tattoo on the ass thing. Like they, I feel like that should be a, should have been a hit to his pride. Like he should have been like, oh, I, well, I bet this if you know you submit me. Like, but of course he didn't because he knows I was going to submit him. Well, here's the thing. Kevin has a good idea. He's you know Kevin has a good heart. Maybe doesn't think it all the way through you acquire metamorphs you also acquire their debt so oh, uh, yeah no i just think it's like uh, okay you officially have to give us the title but hear me out on this what if you acquire but now the i have to pay everybody to g and a g oh the no. rights to the song yep. now it's personal yeah yeah that should have been it yeah i think so I, yeah know. i think we should negotiate something like that for sure well we're gonna get in a time machine <laughs> have you seen That's his have you seen his most recent round um Define most recent. 
So he did another music video. When was this? Because I know he did another one. And I was it shortly yeah, it was after like, your guys' match or something like that? No, it wasn't, this wasn't shortly after our match. This was like this year sometime. Okay, because I remember it, it was like out. outdoors and there was fire or something, right? Yeah, there was like fire and there was like a beat. It was very weird. He just repeated a bunch of words. It was weird. It wasn't fun weird like G and Agi was. And no, it, it was, was uncomfortable. Like I, it made me way more uncomfortable than G and Agi. <laughs> G and Agi, you could look at and you'd just be like, oh, that's pretty weird. And then like kind of laugh at the irony of it. But sure. like this was just, man. Yeah, no, this one definitely had like a Blair Witch quality that I think is where he's, yes. he's at mentally. Because when I first saw that this was happening between him and Gordon, or at least they were noticing like, hey, everybody, we're coming back. There were all these branches that they had, and it made it seem like you guys were going to have uh, the match, like Gordon and him were going to have their match, in the middle of some deserted forest. <laughs> That's right. The name of yeah. the song was Torch. There we go. Yeah. Torch, yes. Torch. Oh, my God. How many views does it have? 14,000 views. Oh, that's almost sad. Woof. Better than anything you guys have ever produced, though, right? Um, better, you know. yeah, 100%, but not more views. <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> Hashtag five-year anniversary. I was oh, just going to say, yeah. there's a small part of this that has a real, uh, sh- like, uh, he's using a torch in a way that it's like, you know how like that means a little something different in our country, just in the way you're using oh, yeah. it, buddy. That's kind of a bad time to come out with a song called Torch, huh? It, a little bit. I'm not, you know what? We'll get into this in a chapter two. Absolutely. <laughs> this is yeah. def- okay, so this is May 12th. 2017. That's but right. it's also people in baggy geese. There's a lot of connotation here, Halleck. Um, oh, interesting. Okay. Do you guys see that Halloween picture of me and my sister, where she was dressed up like a crayon? No. Yes, I did. She literally that. looked like she. If the cra- if the hat of the crayon were white, <laughs> she's 100 <laughs> percent was dressed up like a KKK member. <laughs> like 100. percent I looked at it. I'm like, why? I couldn't even figure out that she was a crayon at first. That was too much baggage. And, uh, she had she had to tell me. I 100 percent thought she was a KKK member. I thought my mom like didn't tell me something about our upbringing, you know, that I just didn't know. <laughs> guys, know maybe we were a part of a certain group, mom. <laughs> well, speaking of that, so, we have the, an update. Yes, uh, the classification for Holic's video is definitely a white supremacist video. There's a lot Maybe of... Maybe not intentionally. I'm not putting that yeah, on it. This does seem like a crayon situation, but it is... It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty right there. I, I guess just watching it, given uh, current events. Well, okay. That's great. Um, Gary, I'm glad that you were able to answer questions for us regarding not only your future, but the future of Metamorris. One nice thing. Can I say one nice What's, thing to What Gary do you want to say nice to him? Uh, your, last meta, your last performance at the Metamorris of Nogi submission, um, I believe it's called EBI, was uh, pretty spectacular, sir. And it upsets oh. me. But damn, man. <laughs> I, and I want you now I'm going to dime out Raph seconds before it started I sent a message it was like uh, Gary looks pretty big at this weight like because we're used to seeing you fight uh, much larger people so yeah. when you're fighting yeah. people your own size it's like uh oh and Raph was like nah don't be surprised if somebody upsets him had a lot of like oh, shut the <laughs> girls in no yeah, of course. Always a pessimist when it comes to me. No, yeah. no, no, no. I want you to know. I'm not saying look out for someone to surprise him. I said, I want Gary to lose. <laughs> They're two very yeah. different things. Like I still have Yeah, I think he was trying him. to be I think he was trying to soften the blow. 
It was. But, yeah, I knew what you really. I knew what you would really say. The like, inevitable interview he knew he would have to do. Like, listen, dude, did I try to put a razor blade in Wagner's mouthpiece? Yes, <laughs> maybe. Did it work? <laughs> no, not this time. No, he couldn't get to his hands fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was busy. Yeah, but in the future, I knew though, I saw the prick when he tapped me. <laughs> I will say this though, Gary. In in the future, though, let's say one things happen and maybe contracts change do you want to do the combat jiu-jitsu especially having seen what it looks like i mean man i'm pretty much gonna once i actually have an mma fight i don't really see a reason to do it um but uh i mean if it was for a lot of money and i wasn't contractually obligated to do something else sure i don't really necessarily i think it'd probably be better for one of the up-and-coming guys to do um just because I'm already fighting. I don't really see a sense in training for something that's like kind of like fighting if I'm already fighting, you know? No, that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, it is diet MMA. It is sort of. I mean, Gary, yeah. you'll come back to it once you start getting on the low end of the spectrum again. Like, that's essentially what happens. Hopefully, hopefully MMA just dies out and slap fighting <laughs> is the only thing that we do. Like, that becomes the real big thing. Then, MMA yes. drops off. But sign Gary up. EBI yeah, combat okay. jujitsu becomes the new UFC. That's what people actually want to see. <laughs> just full slap. Now, Gary, as we start to kind of wind things down, there's one thing that we're trying to figure out here because, you know, we've been celebrating five years and that's a long time. But we were wondering if anything in those five years, do you have anything that you wish you had done differently? Like, do you wish, just for shits and giggles, you would mm-hmm. sign the Metamorphs contract. Oh my God! Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, at the time, like at the time, like he, he, they made it sound like I was such an idiot for not doing it. Like, oh, we're offering you all this money, and it's like, yeah, I kind of, I, I knew in multiple, multiple reasons uh, for multiple reasons why that was not going to be a good, good deal. And you know, a bunch of other people. Uh, I'm not going to say who. Just kidding. Yeah, I am. Dylan Dennis did sign <laughs> that contract, and uh, sure, that worked out great for those guys. Hey, know. He did have better seats than you did at the USC. Yeah, yeah. So I know, man. Good. I mean, there's no arguing that. Okay, I'm just I'm, I'm I mean, just... but yeah, never mind. I was, uh, should I say it? Yeah, why not? I mean, but I don't give rim jobs to my athletes. You know, oh, like, I don't follow oh. them around that closely. You know. <laughs> okay, well, let's that strike my that. My nose isn't quite that far up GSP's butt. Let's strike so. that from the development plan because I thought that was part of it. But yeah. I'm just looking out for how I become a better coach <laughs> and teacher, so now I know. But Gary, are there any are there any things you would wish? Let's just say in the past five years, because that's been our thing. Five years, you wish yeah. you'd done differently, sir. Five years. Well, I definitely wish I would have quit jujitsu and became a male porn star. Um, would have been a short I've been working on that. Like other things for you, Ooh, four <laughs> years ago. Boom. Would his abs be as good? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. True. They might I be better. I definitely. Pretty much, and now, and now that I've been to a bunch of these other countries and stuff, it's like I also kind of would, I wish I would have just quit everything and became homeless in like literally almost any other country but my own. I feel like it'd be an easier, happier life than, uh, like, I literally believe you could be homeless in Costa Rica and live a happier life than somebody who makes, like, a decent salary for, like, a family of four living in New York. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, like, it's that, it's just a nice life, man, you just make enough money to eat food and chill on the beach, like, so... 
let Dude. me just to summarize. Do with traffic and people screaming in your face, homeless people jerking off in front of you. You know, like it's just it's nice. Guys, if you have a uh, Gary saying jerking off on the verbal tap bingo and uh, abandon your plans and be homeless in Costa Rica, we have great news. You have hit the Gary Tonin verbal tap five year bingo card. <laughs> is that you guys guessing that that might be one of the things I said in response? Oh, oh like God, that. you should see some of the what? other stuff on the That's thing true. that you haven't said yet. But yeah, Costa Rica homeless, and uh, there was a rim job comment, yeah, but it wasn't the, the right things one. I, I was, I was kind of confused about with the whole Louis C.K. thing that came out. It's just like, I mean, these women are coming out being very traumatized, and it's just like, I don't know. I feel like I should be able to sue some of the homeless people that are in New York. Like, I feel like one weekend in New York is worse than like all five experiences of Louis C.K. combined. Like, it's, it's, it's brutal. At least, the, at least it was Louis. It's like, you know, it's Louis. You know, it's, it's Louis C.K. He's like a, a relatively nice guy. He's as well established. And with, with these homeless people, they're like making angry faces at you. Like, hey, oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't... Oh uncomfortable to say the least what we need to be talking about is uh sexual awareness especially with their behavior notifications within <laughs> yeah, the homeless population absolutely. in new york and i couldn't agree Lots more yeah, that's, that i think it's a real problem man why are we talking about that there are some powerpoints that need to be issued to a lot of people i i'll get with some hr people i know and we'll get something nonprofit <laughs> in the works <laughs> But uh, let's oh, do man. this as, uh, as we close now, Gary. We're going to give you the opportunity to, to say what you, you feel in your heart about us. If you feel it's a roast, say what you feel. If you feel that it's a nice compliment that congratulates us appropriately for doing five years, then say that too. But you know what? It's all on you, sir. You guys feel as though that you exist anywhere in my heart? <laughs> he is the guy that called yeah. in it two years and was like, What? <laughs> Two years? <laughs> Why? <laughs> and then hung up. Yeah. So Dude, the fact that you guys haven't, the fact that you guys have made it this far, woof, man! Like, are you? Like, who? Who is draining their bank account to make this possible? Like, uh, how, who is paying off who to allow this to continue? Oh, that's a great opportunity to talk about North like, South Jiu Jitsu. North South Jiu Jitsu. He's a proud sponsor of Verbal Tap. We'd just like to say thank you so much for keeping people <laughs> like Gary on our show, who yeah. we would normally cut for off keeping for no you afloat. We're keeping you from fucking drowning. <laughs> <laughs> and keeping us from drowning in ugly underwear. <laughs> so that's where they really get the bang. Oh, yeah. Uh, drown in a nice A4. Cozy, comfy. So. I mean, that's for me, hips-wise. Gary's small cock, small <laughs> yeah, ass, no. probably an A1. Wow. Wow. Do they do an wow. A minus? Well, they make them in kid sizes too. So wow. Perfect, perfect for the tone and sized mm-hmm. among us. Uh, don't forget, no, Gary. Thank you for letting us interrupt a random Saturday to uh, call you, screw up the recording, and then continue <laughs> to fix the recording and really save it. You're a gentleman, and well, not a scholar, not but a scholar, you're, definitely not. You're a gentleman. Yeah, and not a, a gentleman. Definitely not. A you're a grappler for sure. A gentleman and a grappler. Yeah. Hashtag. Yeah. Make that a thing. Sure. Brunswick BJJ. Go follow him on all the things if you're not already. But frankly, fighting soon are. in one MMA or one might MC, be fighting in MMA. No March. Look around know. at that time. 
you know, stay up late one night in March, maybe at 2 a.m., Gary's fighting. Gary might be fighting in some foreign Asian country. You never know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah? <laughs> Gary Doden. They've changed their stance a little bit What's and that? decided to hide the the totals. But this is verbal tech bringing back in sure. with some exclusive news. Raf can't help himself did some <laughs> mathematics. I, I'm not even really proud of this set of mathematics. I just I'm naturally curious, Kevin. Okay, so Metamorris, they're putting on this event. We just talked with Gordon. We talked with Gary. We tried to get to the bottom of why the fuck they're doing this, right? Because we don't know. We did our best. And we're still not entirely sure with them telling us what the answer is. Something about paid, Halleck sucks, who knows. Now, this is interesting because Gordon says he is getting paid. So how do you make money for an event that's supposed to be paying the events from the last time, right, Kevin? (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's funny that you mention it, that AJ, I'm sure, will answer some things for us. Now, AJ famously told us he would be paid on our show, too, yes. but I don't believe he was. I do believe Gary was paid. Ponzi scheme. Yeah, Gary was paid. And I do believe Gordon will be paid. Yes, I do, too. But the note on the poster sense. says, all proceeds will go towards the Metamorphs athletes. That is somewhat correct. No, that that's what it says. I didn't make that uh, no, up. No, okay. Okay. So this is where it gets confusing because this is why we ask Gordon a question like, are you getting paid? Because when it says all proceeds, that means that all the money they make should be going not to the Gordon Ryan Steroid Foundation, right? No, not okay. to the DDSS. Anyway. F. Okay, this is confusing <laughs> because <laughs> that's, you know what? That's one of the better ones that you just snuck in there. It's like a little time bomb on a clock, and then it just... Wow, those were the right letters. Those were the right letters. Good job. So here is the issue. I was curious this week, because I want to see how they're going to do. None of us know what's happening. We know it's a submission-only event. We know that there are four uh, fights, two gi, two no gi. And that was one thing that was great about Metamorphs, was they would mix it up with gi and no gi. EBI, we don't... They didn't even mention gi. What's a gi? Exactly. So here's where it's confusing, sir. I started looking. I wondered how many tickets they were selling. Because they've started ramping up the talk of a limited amount of tickets. They keep saying only how many tickets, Kevin? Not many. 200 or something? 200 seats. Okay. So I happened to go look online and I was curious. And they do it through Eventbrite. And on Eventbrite, they say how many tickets are remaining. They did. Now, they did. They changed that apparently a little bit later this afternoon. Four days ago. <laughs> and mind you, I didn't do any of this beforehand. I wanted to tell you guys because I was curious to see what your opinions would be, the internet. Here we go. Here's what we know. I know, as of right now, they have three different tiers of pa- tickets. And apparently all of these come with meet and greets with the athletes, they by the way. fucking better. I think you also get personal butler service from Gary. You should get some extra attention hands-wise. <laughs> Gary won't be a nice neck rub. Well, here's the thing. Depending on how lonely Gary is, he he gets out here. It's very possible. No, I. All right. So here we are. I think they sold, let's say, about 13 at 125. They've sold about maybe, I think, now about three or four at the $100 mark. And they've sold about 28 at the $85 mark. Okay. And they say there are no bad seats, right? There aren't. There's okay. only bad people. So now <laughs> I do the math. 
that's only about, and again, this number will probably change, but as of right now, that's about $3,500. Also, if you believe in math. The jury's still not sold. But here's my question. We say on here, the question to Gordon, and he says he's getting paid. Gordon doesn't get out of bed for less than 5K. No. Maybe they're paying him in goldfish. He hasn't told us. Alex got a great steroids guy. (laughs) He's just going to hand him a backpack. It's like, this is what you were here for. So now I'm starting to think, like, hopefully they can get his flight. This is supposed to pay for the last one, which was supposed to pay for the last one before that. Yeah, good luck. So when we kid with with, uh, Gordon and we say to Gary... You know, how do you feel not paying the full thing with your event that now your student has to come do it at 3500 Now, granted, there's a lot of stuff we may not know, but that seems to be the primary way that they're selling them. And they've now gone on the idea of saying limited amount of tickets remain. So what up with that, Kev? Well, limited is correct. There are only so <laughs> there many tickets only. you can buy. I mean, trust me, you want to go pay a little bit to watch Metamores right now? That's available to you <laughs> if you're listening right now. Sure. So that's an option. You can do what you want. So limited. So I guess what we're saying here is... Extremely limited. <laughs> maybe. And, and Kevin and I are never one to say we know everything. There's a lot we don't know. We know this isn't going to go do what they think it's going to do. But I will say that for some strange reason, on my phone, I could no longer see how many tickets were remaining oh, when I looked up the ticket numbers. like they changed it because they were like, hey, that looks like shit. Yeah, somebody needs to fucking change that. Fortunately, guys, I took screenshots, so don't they worry. should have, though. Well, that fun tidbit aside, which you're welcome, by the way, because where else are they paying attention well, to the totals? I, I have no idea, but, but Kev, let's say this. A lot of people will think that's negative news, right? Or fake, but it's not either. <laughs> it's definitely not that. Let's say this. If you want to rally behind Metamorphos, you know right now. There's that, a chance. Like, maybe now would be the time to do one. Well, <laughs> Trust us, plenty of time remains. But if you're also somebody who says, dude, this is the 19th time they said they were going to pay the athletes, you can make your own decisions. It's on you. It's really on you. We're just providing you with information that we happen to see that they might have happened to try to cover up. Listen, we're not saying this is Benghazi or anything. (laughs) We're just saying. There are emails. You can read them. Some We're just classified. Saying, look into it. That's all I'm just saying. Look is just into look it. into it. Okay. Just look into it. Just look into it. Raf, five years is unbelievable. Yeah. We went out of our way to do a live five. Add a little production panache to this, and I will say it's nice. It is. It's like driving a convertible after all these years. <laughs> we can see each other. <laughs> we know when the other one's talking mm-hmm. through visual cues, not just through auditory, but none of that is. Any concern to the verbal tablets? Not at all. We're just big fans of you for sticking with us for five years. Absolutely. That's huge. We're growing. Community's getting larger. We've brought in friends like KOSportsGear.com where you can get those badass singlets. NorthSouthJujitsu.com where you can snug those B's like a T and an R <laughs> or just stay fly underneath your A3, A2, A1. Yeah. Any amount of options. Plus, I like their gear. Yeah. Some cool yoga. So Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> so much to be excited about here at Verbal Tap. It's time for some shout-outs. Our five-year five shout-outs. Five-year shout-outs. Well, I mean, 
Kelly got you out here. Yeah. So she gets like top billing. Absolutely. The people at Linger for making some <laughs> badass Wagyu sliders. It's I'd so be remiss good. if we didn't give Pizza Alley a mention. I, I think they sponsored this week's show. For what happened this evening, pizza-wise, Birani Pot. There's just... Uh, we did a lot of eating, is basically yeah. the point of this show. Jabera Crowd, who was having a massive evening Thursday. I ruined Raf's chance to train there, because we had a little keys mishap here at the what house. Happens? I was like, where's the car? Oh, fuck, now we're going to be 55 minutes late. It's very rare that my life ever emulates the plot to dude where's my car but this was one of those scenarios where are those keys where are my keys dude just happened and it's tough because i'm not training so yeah. it's just not a part of my current schedule repertoire which is can i put a theory out there yeah did you sabotage my training kevin uh, just massively i heard i was like i don't need you getting into barrel lesson at all and i don't just i want to be super clear very fair um because there was a moment where i asked kevin i was like you know kevin i don't have to train around you you know i, I really don't and kevin was like i can watch i don't have any problems watching which by the way sounds weird then i started say. bleeding from the ears <laughs> then i started realizing that the, one of the first questions i asked when i got out here was are you just trying to watch me grapple so that you know where all my holes are there was a lot to the trip that i was hoping to accomplish mm. my camera and i was going to bill belichick you <laughs> And I do want to shout out the teammates fighting. Eric Coe gets a Absolutely. win. Tess Neely gets an Ezekiel choke win, which the Jabera Ezekiel, we've seen it. So good. Sean uh, gets the bow and arrow. The Habba Brown is he's a beast. It's not cool. Sean Waddle's got some problems. He it looks like a like a very small version of like the massive MMA fighter. Shams <laughs> and it's like that's Sean Waddle, but he's just a violent menace. He weighs so much less than me, and there's nothing I can do. There's nothing, Graf. I have his picture up. Sean Waddle's on the wall. I have Raf's, Jabera's. I just have everybody in my wall in front of my maxi climber just for <laughs> anger and motivation. But congrats to all the Jabera athletes uh, getting big wins. Absolutely. And and I'll be back at some point. So yes. I, I will get to roll with you guys again. Because Waddle's worth the pain. I believe it. Eric Coe, my sister, no lie, last week told me she's like, be careful. Yeah. I was like, I, I understand. Tessa was around too. They're all violent. Listen, animals. I'm trying not to They're roll with all people. Through, all I'm trying five. to line up all of your white belts all at once and just be like, "That's right. gonna do it for me." All right, Raph. Let's do this. Obviously, Kelly's at the top, but if Kelly's at the top, so is Vicky, who's been a phenomenal host, uh, making up for so much birthday. of what Kevin has been lacking. Birthday. I know. I keep crashing her birthday. <laughs> this happened last year, and you're a terrible, uh, you know, boyfriend for making that happen. Couldn't that agree more. All right, so. Kelly, uh, my wife, is so good, so nice. Uh, basically, she checked me into my flight this morning uh, for my way back. It's very mm -hmm. sweet. So, uh, yeah, she definitely made this happen. Let's shout out all the people who um, have been so great to me out in Denver. Uh, I always love coming out to, to this way to drink and eat and train, and it, it's always a blast to me. So I, I, I sincerely love getting the sights in, getting the food, get the drink, look around, see the wilderness, see the cold that's not quite snow. Close. And then when snow's about to hit here, go, goodbye, everybody. Not interested. It's been a fun time, but I don't do snow You're no more. You're going to depart just in time. <laughs> just, it's getting colder. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say some 
Schwarzenegger puns as I leave. Chill out, everybody. <laughs> Ice to see you. From Batman Returns. If people have not well, seen Batman and Robin. The Batman and Robin. <laughs> Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze puns. Go look it up. <clears throat> They've actually made a YouTube compilation of just that. So I highly encourage you to do that. Um, shout out to the home gyms. Shout out to Valley Martial Arts Center. We Mac. I didn't see you guys all last week, mostly because I was getting ready for this trip, but I will be back in for this week's Thanksgiving. So if you guys are there, come say hello, sign up for our tournament. It is valleymacmac.com. You guys can sign up for the white and blue belt tourney. It is going to be a good time. I believe it's about 40 bucks or so. So come get some good rolls in. Also, shout out to the Los Angeles Jiu-Jitsu Club. L Jack. L Jack. L Jack. I'll keep working on it. <laughs> People keep saying, they're like, what are we L-A-J-J-C. hashtagging that? Is it L A J J C? Because that's a mouthful. It's a lot. Um, morning training every morning there, uh, 8 to like 9.30 or something like that. So fantastic, guys. Joey, Eric, great training there. And uh, let's do a big shout out to you guys. Obviously, the listeners, you guys coming through with us playing. Uh, doing solid stuff, listening to our interviews, watching, being very faithful fans. Um, You guys make it a lot of fun for us to do this because we have said this year after year and we will continue to say it, but as long as the show continues to be fun, we will do it. And we're still in that process of having a good time because things have evolved and changed. Things that we didn't think were possible on the show have proven more and more possible every year. And a lot of that is thanks to you guys. You guys are very loyal <clears throat> Almost a little too loyal, if I'm being honest, sometimes. Yeah, we need to talk. We got a few restraining orders that are about to go out. So, uh, big thanks to that. And before we go, I just want to say, if you have ever appeared on our show, a big thank you to you. You are a great deal of the success that we've had. And uh, we're very lucky. We've liked almost all of our guests. That's a hard scenario. If you talk to any podcast, they'll come around and they'll tell you they don't like and we don't have a large list. But if you come up to us, we'll tell you who we're there. Gary excluded. I mean, listen. He knows where he stands with us. <laughs> uh, our thanks to Gary and Gordon as well tonight. I think that's it, guys. Like I said, you guys make this uh, this little show continue to grow on and grow. And we, if you like it, suggest it to friends. Five stars on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes. Uh, uh, you know, share it, support it, do all that good stuff. And... Um, Buy a T-shirt. Yeah. Buy a T-shirt. t-shirt. Buy a You'll patch. You'll see those. I mean, look at these. We're so fucking pretty. money right now. Um, we're wearing them because yeah. we wanted to celebrate nicely. Uh, and, of course, my thanks to Kevin for being a great host. It, one of the nicest things about doing this is don't ever do a podcast with somebody you don't like. No. Otherwise, you're doing our show. I just need to get some mats. <laughs> That's what I'm missing. And That's the only thing. Some healthy missing. bones. <laughs> But Kevin will be back to training. We all know that to be true. And uh, it's always a pleasure to come here. See, he has a beautiful home. I'm, I'm very happy to be welcomed in here. And, uh, yeah, I know we joke about it, but not seeing him on the mats is very sad for us. But it will be it will be a happy occasion because Kevin is a fast learner. So he'll be back to learning and, and being very good at jiu-jitsu and being a thorn in my side very soon. That will do it for us five years <sighs> Tonight here at Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thank you for listening. Good night and good fight. Five years.
time.